0: The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. I'll have what she's having. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Real Talk Extra. My name is Infonadem. And this is the first episode for the year 2022. I hope we all had a wonderful holiday. I know I did. I had a lot of rest especially from work and of course did what I like to do best. Watch some of or catch up on some of my favorite movies, movies that I know that I had kept on the burner but because I was very busy. I didn't have time to do it but I had a little bit of time to catch up on some of the movies that I know I had kept on my list of course you know there are some movies that will literally die on your lists if you keep them on Netflix (laughs) especially people who like try to oh this looks interesting this looks good you just put it on your list and you think oh I'll come back to it at some point no way buddy the ones that new ones keep coming up so you are going to find yourself in a situation where it will actually take a while for you to watch it or you probably never will until it gets off your list what are we going to expect this new year this new year on real talk extra we are going to continue the way we have actually been going since we started the second season we are going to keep having the normal segments in the program we are going to have the done and dusted we are going to have the real gnarly and reels. basically just to continue to communicate some of the things out there that might be interesting enough to engage because as we know, there are lots of content out there. You probably will not watch every everything. I don't watch everything. And despite the fact that we have to do this show, most of us that come on this show, we do not watch most of the shows that we may talk about sometimes. But basically, we know enough to know if it is worth to watch or not. And having gotten that out of the way, I have to add one more thing. Now, the thing is, if you have, you know, if you have seen the world the way it was like from 2020 transitioning to 2021, you found that in 2020, when they had this whole lockdown thing, there was a lot of time for screen time. And when I mean screen time, if you had kids, they probably were at home, in front of their laptops and people people who had a kind of job that gave you the option to work remotely, you probably did a whole lot of screen time and some of that screen time will also involve catching up on some of the tv shows and movies that you ordinarily would have watched if you had to drive or commute at least you save the commute time now it's going to be a very busy year because we have come to a certain state of normalcy for the most part where this whole covid mess seems to be dying off yes we are aware that we have the omicron virus out there and it is actually another mess but from what we hear, we know that it is not as deadly as some of the other variants but things appear to be getting back to a little bit of normalcy. At least children have been able to go back to school from the summer and going into the new year. Now, I know that most people will be going back to work and back to school. Now, it's going to be a busy year so as regards to most of the things we are going to be talking about on this show we will have our usual segments like i did mention earlier but we will have them as we are able to have them if you had noticed like for those of you who listen to the show we do not maintain a regular pattern of releasing programs for example you could have a podcast that could say a new episode is going to drop every friday sometimes we could drop one twice a week sometimes we could drop once three times a week sometimes we could drop one every week now it would be good if you could follow us on the podcast if you use spotify or any um particular way you listen to your podcast when a new episode drops you get notification i have podcasts that i listen to and i don't notice that they have any particular pattern of release but when there is a new podcast I will get a notification on my phone or my mobile device and then sometimes for the ones I avidly listen to I would go back to the podcast and I would you know check if there's a new episode and um, it's going to be that way until we can get some kind of stability you know, and I am so grateful for those of you who have listened so far and been with us and we will keep you as informed as possible with regards to some of the topics that we talk about, some of the movies that we talk about, the upcoming movies that have been released both here in America and Nigeria. All right, I think I have been rambling for a little bit longer than I normally would. Is the first episode of the year and i just wanted to bring all you beautiful listeners up to speed with regards to how it's going to be and um where i'm going to start the show basically with my musings as i i plan to do as we we continue with the show now for this first year you know when people come into a new year the first thing they are thinking about is um, what are they going to do better this is a they like we normally would call it a new year resolution and you find that as you get a little older you find that new year resolutions start to thin thin out or or, sl- or cut back for lack of a better way to put it like if you are younger you could say oh um, yeah I'm going to do this It's going to be very extreme I'm not uh, you know very extreme things like you're going to go to the gym every day for the whole year and and stuff like that but as you get older you find what actually works and what never really works now one of the things um i on a personal level have like tried to put on myself this year is to manage my time better it's not like i have not been managing my time better but i want to believe that this year it's going to be like to the point you know basically write down your tasks these are not new these are things i would normally do (laughs) but the thing is to be able to be consistent and then at some points you just feel okay you're going to take each day as it comes now we have moved from a pandemic life that shook off the whole planet moving into normalcy and we look at what is going on in the world the potential threats that we have for people who are actually political buffs or people who follow what's going on in politics you observe how polarized the world is right now people are not talking to each other you have social media out there that have made people everybody are uh, basically in their own caves, in their own echo chambers listening to themselves, fighting among themselves nobody seems to agree with each other now, back in the day, I mean, we had the cold war, I mean, for... for we had the cold war, especially like in America and then it mutates into the war on terror as we we normally have listened to and are aware of but one thing that seemed to pick my musing in terms of all these conflicts that happen like the coronavirus happened in america hundreds of thousands of people died now if we want to ask who is to blame who do we point to Do we say it is this person or it is that person or who did this and why not or why did this person do that now if we look at the the times when like 9 11 when the aircrafts flew into the twin towers and a lot of american lives were lost now who's responsible for those particular acts now in terms of the 9/11 terrorist attack we can say somebody took responsibility and said we are the ones that did this but if we now go ahead and look at in terms of all the deaths that happened it was a pandemic you can't really say it's this person's fault or is that person's fault now there are people who could decide they make certain decisions that could put themselves in danger and there are others that could say no it's not because of them it's somebody that told them to act in a certain kind of way now here's where i'm going with this because this is not a show that tries to talk about politics and the engineer i on a personal level i have voiced out many times talking on this show when we talk about movies that (laughs) all politicians are just (laughs) i don't trust any of them it is what it is and hate uh, me if you will, but <laughs> it's just what I think. Whether you're on the left or you're on the right, there is a little bit of dishonesty on both sides. So, my point here is, who is responsible? Who is responsible? Now, the reason I I, I, I muse on this is because of a particular movie I saw Which was not basically about the coronavirus or basically about the Cold War. But it leaned a little more towards the war on terror. And the name of this movie is Eye in the Sky. Eye in the Sky is a movie directed by Gavin Hood. Um, Some of you may know Gavin Hood from the work he did on Official Secrets. That's the movie Official Secrets that has Keira Knightley in it and um but this particular one um stars helen Mirren, aaron paul you may remember aaron paul from breaking bad but my musing for today centers more on the character that aaron paul plays aaron paul plays the part of a drone pilot that goes by steve watts who actually is in charge of something you would call a hellfire missiles now the hellfire missiles basically it's like you control a drone the drone goes over um, a particular target of choice and it will fire and destroy everything that, that wherever it makes impact basically but you know it has this fancy name they call the hellfire missiles you know the way the military does they would just call all these fancy names no here's the thing so The movie Eye in the Sky has a lot of moving parts. I'll just give you a very quick synopsis. Basically, terrorists, they're hunting for terrorists. They have a lot of terrorists on their list. Now, they have targeted the location of some of these terrorists. I think it was supposed to be the Al-Shabaab. And some of these terrorists, they have pinpointed their location. And not to get into the names of terrorists, but you don't need to know their names for for basically what I want to talk about. They zone in on a particular building and in this building they need to take out a particular terrorist that is in there but it so happens that at the point when they notice that okay they have this little drone kind of mosquito kind of object that flies you know that is also like a camera it can see what they are doing inside the house so they have basically literally they have an eye in the sky they go to this particular location and they are able to get this particular um, drone fly into the building and this, uh, this drone fly can see exactly that they are about to go on a mission now they are seeing situations where bombs are being strapped you know the way those terrorists used to do at that time they would be saying their prayers but they have eyes to see that they are strapping a bomb they are coming together getting into the basic ritual that's a that's gonna happen you know that they are going to go on a mission now if they go on this mission of course maybe they go to a shopping center they go to a cinema they go to a public place where you have a lot of people and they detonate number of people that would die. They estimated I think at least an average of 80 people at least this was what was used for this part of the movie. So when they have this eye, they start centering this particular, you know, they have a commander played by Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren actually is the one that is monitoring the whole operation in this movie and at some point, you know, she tells him, okay, we are going to fire on this property. Basically, we've zoned in. We found who we are looking for. They had some other person, a British person who was radicalized that's supposed to be in that building. So they zone in on this particular building, but as at the time they're about to fire this missile, there is a little girl who normally would sell her bread at the backyard of that house. And it so happened that she was she had some loaves of bread that she was selling. now if this missile were to make impact, the girl dies. the girl is innocent. on the one hand, you have a commander who wants to take out a terrorist or terrorists to avert the death of 80 people, an average of 80 people and then you have the drone operator Who basically sits in the room with the finger on the trigger and that is all he is thinking about. His job is basically to pull that trigger and this is beautifully portrayed by Aaron Paul. When they notice this particular thing, you see the movie goes into this whole you know bureaucratic thing where they are trying to make a decision on how they are going to do this considering the girl and it builds into an argument of if we take out this, if we we let this girl survive It means these terrorists will go and carry out the operation. Hundreds of people could die, but one single life is saved. And you have government officials like they always do. I've told you about all these politicians. (laughs) Everybody's looking at me. I mean, it came down to the fact that they said they would rather blame the death of 100 people on Al Shabaab than the death of one innocent girl on their making bad decisions to strike. Here's the thing. All these decisions you are trying to make, you just have one person in the middle and that is the role played by Aaron Paul. Now, I want to talk a little bit about this particular role. So, if you keep a day job like most people, you will find that when you go to work, you are assigned to a particular job, you have a job role you do, whatever you do, whether what you do is you have a fancy office or you're standing on the floor or you have something called a job role. Now, as far as your job role is concerned, there are certain decisions you're able to make as pertaining to your job role, and there are some things you cannot. There are some decisions you cannot make. Now, as far as Steve Watts, played by Aaron Paul in this movie, is concerned, his job is to take orders. But here's the difficult part: You see what you are about to do. You know what you are about to do and you are the one with the single responsibility of pulling the trigger. When we go to work most of the times, we could just have this job and there are certain things that happen based on what you are supposed to do on the job. And then when it causes something that is that has like a bad outcome, you kind of now when it becomes indefensible the next recourse would be to say something like hey i just work here i don't do any other thing i just came to work and this is what i'm supposed to be doing now i look at the role aaron paul plays in this movie and i'm saying he knows he pulls our triggers he's sweating it out people are making decisions if he pulls this trigger and hits this building he sees clearly this little girl selling her bread. She's going to die. But it's his job. Now, this brings me to something I know very well. We had actually discussed it on a, on this show before. And that has to deal with um, something... Uh, stanley milgram for those of you are familiar with psychological research in fact the movie has been done on it the name of the movie is the experimenter we had a whole episode on it which we talk you can refer back to one of our earlier episodes and listen further but he refers to something called the agentic state when people come to to work and they feel this is what i'm supposed to be doing this is the job i'm supposed to do i'm not really interested in the outcome do you want to believe that even the the during the nuremberg trials like when you the nazis after the world the world war and then the nazis you know they were fleeing and hiding during the nuremberg trials most of these people were trying to justify what they did in terms of the fact that they were sending people into these concentration camps and sending children into the gas chambers and they were trying to defend it based on the fact that hey I just work here. This is my job. My musing here is this. <laughs> you see, it could be anybody. Somebody going, on, you know, I don't know what you're trying to do. Maybe you're trying to study for military school or you're trying to go to, you know, work in some hospital. Or you're trying to work in the po- police, you know, or do something that could have a direct effect on somebody else. And you find yourself in a situation where you're supposed to make decisions but these decisions actually are within the confines of your 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 job role but then because of this agentic state that uh, Milgram described which he describes as this psychological state where we pass on the responsibility of the consequences to whoever is giving the orders despite the fact that we are the ones causing harm so if we were to liken this thing with the situation of the nazis who killed and murdered women and children they would easily just say oh hitler made me do it or my supervisor made me do it or um, the supervisors of which most of them were brought out during the nuremberg trials and some of them fleed we do know that they would say oh hitler made me do it so here's my thing if a a young guy takes a gun into a classroom and starts shooting people and these people die or are wounded it's easy to point out and say this is the murderer but now if somebody like for people who are familiar with you know the whole jim jones um, guyana tragedy i think a whole movie was made out um, about that where they had this Reverend Jim Jones who took a lot of people to an island in Guyana bottom line is you know he told them a lot of stories eventually and got them to drink the kool-aid which is popularly known as now when they say somebody's trying to deceive you they say you've drank the kool-aid and you know made them to drink some kind of you know mixture that was laced with cyanide and a lot of people died i think in those days that was the largest mass suicide that even made the guinness book of records and they drank the poison themselves but guess what somebody told them to drink the poison so who is responsible thousands of people have died in america and across the world because a virus came and people made certain decisions for themselves the same way people would take a cup and drink people made certain decisions to protect themselves others made decisions not to protect themselves and some of the people who made decisions not to protect themselves they have died some of them not all of them but who is responsible for those deaths is it somebody you can point to So this show is not a show to tickle your political sensitivities or start getting people riled up or, you know, getting all those kind of emotions out that people get when they listen to the news. I am just thinking about Steve Watts, played by Aaron Paul, and the kind of trauma he would have experienced that day just going to work and being in a situation where he is laddled with the responsibility of pulling a trigger that would have the possibility of killing a little girl that is selling bread and if she dies how will he feel? will he feel the blood of the girl is on his hands? or will he go into the agentic state and point it up? you want to watch eye in the sky? I in the is a 2015 movie but i think it just dropped on netflix a couple of weeks ago it stars aaron paul helen mirren amongst others and you want to go watch it that's my musing for this today and hang on just a little bit i'll be back briefly on the other side with reels on the block here are the new reels on the block so welcome to reels on the block there first of all i have to say that there are a lot of movies that are out there definitely we will not be able to watch all of them in fact as we get into a busy year (laughs) there will be less movies to watch but there are key movies that we are just going to center on that we know that if you are trying to strike the one that you are going to put in front of off your screen with the limited time that you have these are the ones that are on my radar and I hope I will have the time to watch them. Number one is the three five five unless you're living under a rock you have you must have missed this trailer or maybe all you watch is sports I do watch sports but (laughs) if you watch any regular TV program this trailer would have jumped into your screen would have caught you on youtube if you're a movie buff and the trailer strikes me to be a kind of oceans 12 oceans 13 but the only thing you see there is they're just women of course first person that's gonna catch your eyes jessica chastain she's there lupita nyong'o is very visible in the trailer and it appears to be a story about a CIA agent who teams up with other international agents to recover a top secret weapon you know that fell into the hands of some mercenary hands. That's basically the synopsis that is out there now about this movie but if you look at the trailer you are going to be expecting a lot of action. I go by trailers sometimes once I see action-packed movies like this or very fast-moving trailers that have moving parts like that and I think when you flash actresses like Jessica Chastain, and I haven't seen Lupita Nyong'o in a very long while in any major film, but I think this is the number one movie that I will be putting on my radar. It drops on the 7th. If you get a chance to watch it early, fine, whenever I get a chance to watch it, I will. And number two is American Siege. Now. American Siege, if you ever saw, you know, the Die Hard series and you, you know, you saw Armageddon and you were in love with Bruce Willis, that is the only reason I can say I would want to see this film if I do get a chance to see this film. Now, the only actor basically I know from the trailer is Bruce Willis and the trailer strikes you as something that is action-packed, very engaging trailer. Yes, it's something that if I do get a chance I would love to see but of course it is only after one has watched that one can recommend but it's basically from the trailer the only give-offs that you will see there basically seems to be some kind of hostage situation going on and willis and a bunch of other guys and some police officers are trying to get them out i'm thinking of movies like the negotiator that has samuel jackson in it and you know somebody is trying to talk to somebody to get somebody out of a building and there's a lot of action surrounding it as you will see in the trailer and that is something that i think i can also add on the list i missed all the movies that are going to come out This particular movie drops on the 7th of January as well, which is a couple of days from now so be on the lookout. And the third one that I have on my radar is Cyrano de Bergerac. Cyrano is the third one I have on my radar. If you are not particularly somebody who is interested in musicals, this might not be the one for you. I like I like Broadway shows. I'm a sucker for Broadway shows. Good Broadway shows though. They are the ones I do not want to watch. But apart from that, Cyrano stars peter dinklage Uh, a lot of you would know peter dinklage as the dwarf in game of thrones he slapped on on the poster he's the one you will see most of on the trailer but it happens to be a musical it will be interesting to see if peter dinklage will be doing any kind of singing on this particular movie but that is the last one i have on my radar don't get me wrong i'm gonna watch morbius of course it has gerald Leto, gerald uh, little starring as morbius and that comes out on the 28th i just didn't want to add that to the list because we might do another show before that time but surely it's marvel so i'm gonna watch it Other movies coming out, we have Tiger Rising. You would see Queen Latifah on that one. Slapped out on the poster. It's based on a novel. And you also have War Hunt. I see Mickey Rook. Mickey Rook also is going to be starring in that particular movie. These two movies are slated for release on the 21st of this month. And those are your reels on the block. And I will take a little break right now and see you on the other side shortly. So, you want to be on the lookout for our next episode. I will be talking to Monica Charles Benite about the movie Swallow. Swallow is a movie by Kunlea Falaya. And it basically deals with something that happened in Nigeria during the 80s. It's something everybody is familiar with. The name of the movie is Swallow. We basically will be reviewing the film on that particular show and also you want to go and watch the eyes of Tammy Faye I hope to get the rest of the crew in the house and we discuss this movie and analyze this movie as we usually do in our usual fashion the main stars you would notice on this movie is Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield so go watch it because when we do analyze that movie there will be a lot of spoilers you can visit us at realtalkextra.com. That's talk talkextra.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at realtalkextra. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Talk Extra. Happy New Year, everybody. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year in the movies. It's going to be a great year in our daily lives. My name is Amphona Until we meet again, love and light.